0: From Wondery, this is I Hate My Boss, workplace drama, comedic relief. I'm Liz Dolan.
1: And I'm Larry Seal. All right, it's time for some after-hours questions. You know, those ones you've probably been saving to hash over a beer? Well, the first one comes from Dana, who writes, Dear I Hate My Boss team, I love the podcast. Thank you very much. And I've been finding it very helpful for navigating the workplace. I wanted to ask for some advice. We have a team working on a high-volume caseload at a law firm. One of the paralegals is seriously slacking, never calls clients back, disregards projects and assignments and things of that nature. I've just been doing his work on top of mine since if something falls through, it's a reflection on the whole team. However, I can't keep it up. How do I explain this to my boss without sounding like a tattletale?
0: You know, we've gotten versions of this question several times, and I am surprised how many people say they are doing all the work for a slacker colleague. Again and again. You know, again and again. So here's the deal. Your job is to make sure the work gets done in a high-quality way for the clients of your law firm. So you need to structure a discussion with your boss about how to make sure that that is happening in the best possible way. And it is your job. If you see a gap that needs to be filled or part of the process that is breaking down, it is not being a tattletale. In the context of a discussion about how do we get the work done better, to say, This person isn't really appropriately doing the work in this way or we've gotten complaints from clients about this. It's totally OK as long as you're not just going in and whining about, you know, she never does this or he never does that, yeah. which I know from the tenor of your letter that that's not what you're going to do. No, but yeah, for it sure. it is you have a problem. You need to solve it. And part of solving it is fixing the way one of your colleagues is doing their job. I think you can address that. It's not about being a tattletale.
1: Yeah. And Dana, look, you are already putting the effort in to do their work. I would say put the effort into actually trying to address the issue as opposed to you just picking up the slack, right, Liz?
0: Yeah, that's totally right.
1: Option one to me is go talk to the coworker. I'm having to step in and do it. I got to tell you, I'm getting sick of stepping in and doing it, and I need you to follow through on those pieces. Otherwise, the stuff's going to hit the dirt. And then option two is to go to your boss, and I agree, you can go to your boss in a way that says, look... I'm concerned and I'm getting exhausted. Either I've already gone to Larry and said, hey, he's not picking it up Mm -hmm. and he rejected my conversation. Or, frankly, I don't have a lot of confidence that that's going to solve the problem and I need your help.
0: And suggest a solution and put it in the language about improving your service to your clients because that's ultimately why you're all there.
1: Dana, again, I I think you're one of those people that we run into often who's stepping in, picking up the slack for others – And there's a lot to be commended there. And you will just wear yourself out. I
0: respect the team spirit part of that, for sure.
1: Of course. But you look up after 10 years of doing that and you've worn yourself out because you didn't put that effort into actually just fixing the problem.
0: Next up, we have a question from Janae who says, hi, guys. Love the podcast. I look forward to hearing weekly. Well, now you're getting this installment in the middle of the week, Janae. (laughs) My situation is my current supervisor. Let me paint the picture. He's a great guy. I actually don't hate him, but for some reason, he likes talking to me about his personal life. To be frank, he's gay and I'm lesbian. Mm. He tells me about the issues he experiences with his fiance and of all of their idiosyncrasies. Okay, that's a red flag word right. idiosyncrasies. I don't mind necessarily having these types of conversations, but it just feels a bit weird and possibly borderline inappropriate because he's my supervisor. Yep. I don't know if I should take it in stride and see if it benefits me or if I should cut it off. What do you guys think? Should I just continue this pseudo friendship or tell them to knock it off?
1: Liz, here we are back again.
0: With boundaries.
1: Boundaries and, as we've discussed in the past, leaders who are trying to build camaraderie and build friendship and build connection with employees, but they're stepping way across an appropriateness line. You can't share this personally and expect that not to be uncomfortable for people.
0: You know, friendship with your boss is a really good thing, Janae. Like, I would never discourage you from having a personal relationship with your boss. It's good. But if this is a TMI thing if you think it's particularly because of your sexuality, I can see why that feels even more For awkward. Sure. I mean, he might just see it as you're someone that he can talk to because you have something in common, you know, like you could be Dodgers fans. <laughs> but <laughs> right. but also you use the phrase pseudo friendship. And that was I just wanted to pick that out a little bit because we want an amiable connection with people at work, right? We're sharing this space all day, every day. And a lot of these are, you know, they're workplace friendships. They're maybe not as deep as other friendships you have in other parts of your life. They're not pseudo friendships. They're just a particular type of friendship that has certain boundaries. Though I know it's very hard to say to someone that you have this warm, chatty relationship with, I don't want to hear about your personal life. I don't think I've ever had to say that to anyone.
1: What I hear Janae saying is you like him, but he's talking about things that you don't want to discuss with your supervisor because it feels inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, that's as simple as this is, and it's perfect just like that. I mean, you can literally just say – Look, I like you. I enjoy being friends. But having conversations of this sort with my supervisor, I'm sure you can get how weird that is. I'd really rather not do that. Again, especially if you assume good intent Mm -hmm. and you're not assuming that they're trying to be a creeper. They're just trying to make a connection. I feel like two-thirds of the conversations we have come down to – People being able to speak up about their boundaries. And look, Liz and I will be here. We're happy to help you with your wording. We're happy to help you talk it through because we get it's not as easy as just saying, just say this. But if you speak with some empathy and you also speak with some forethought, I think most of the time it goes really
0: well. So thanks, Janet. All right, people. We need more of your workplace stories that you just can't make up. We love them. We love them. Keep them coming. Send them to us on Twitter or Facebook. We are at I Hate My Boss Show and our phone number is 424-224-5711. If you're listening on a smartphone, just tap the cover art to see the episode notes, and you'll find a link to call us right there. Don't forget to subscribe, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Thanks for listening, and don't miss our next episode on Monday. Remember, workplaces can feel crazy.
0: But you don't have to.